Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today. As we come to you from San Diego, California, where I'm staying in the home of a good friend of mine who's actually a business owner, but he's taken about, he takes about three mission trips every year, and he's taken 66 different foreign mission trips. And behind me is some art from uh, uh, when he had gone to Lesotho. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He was trying to school me on it just a moment ago. Lesotho, which is in South Africa, former South Africa, I believe. But And uh, some African art as he's taking a mission trip down there. Anyway, I thank him for hosting me. And let's get on with our time here in the Word of God. We're in the book of Philippians. And Paul's just giving some final last instructions before he finishes the book. And he's he, for the third time... In this short book, he's going to exhort the Philippians to follow his example. Let's look at the verse here, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 9. The things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. I got to thinking about this verse as I was writing last night, and I, I wondered how many times have I heard a leader tell me to follow his example. For some reason, I, I don't know if I've hardly ever heard someone say, hey, do what I do. Just follow my example. If you see me do it, you do it. I'm not sure how many times I've ever told someone to do that. I don't know that I have. I Probably, but it doesn't come to my mind. Now, people do follow my example, and I follow the example of others, but here for the third time in this short epistle, Paul is telling people, follow my example. What you see me do, you do. I don't know why I tend not to do it. I don't know why others tend not to do it, and and maybe just another streams of uh, other teachers do. I don't know whether it's a false humility on our part that we just don't want to have people of us, we just say, follow Jesus. And yet, of course, in 1 Corinthians 11, 1, Jesus said, imitate me, or excuse me, Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And so it's not like in following Paul, he, Paul was telling people don't follow Jesus. He was saying, I'm following Jesus. You follow my example. And it was something I've wondered, should I be saying more? And should others be saying more? Should we be saying that to our children? And our grandchildren, the things you see me do, you do. The things you hear me talk about, you talk about. The things you've learned from me, make sure you receive them. And so I want to encourage you, if you're a teacher, and we all are, we all ought to be learners, and we all ought to be teachers at some level. Every one of us has people we're instructing. And have the boldness, like Paul had. Have the boldness and the confidence to urge people Follow my my example. Say that to your kids. Say that to your grandchildren. Say that to your students. Say that to people in your church if you are are, a leader in your church. Urge people, hey, I'm doing it. You follow my example. Now, with that, Paul understood something and Jesus understood something that I think we often don't understand about teaching. And sometimes we, we get frustrated and why aren't they getting it? Why aren't they doing it? Why don't they understand it? And that's how the teacher can feel or the authority who's doing the teaching. And likewise, this brings up another issue, and that is why do do sometimes young people 
abandon the faith. Now, one of the most common things you hear is the people in the church were hypocrites, or even their family was hypocrites. And that's something you never want to have said of you. Jesus said that of the Pharisees. You don't want it said of you that you're a hypocrite. But it's it spells out for us the importance of example. I've said before, more is caught than taught. People pick up your example. They pick up, they watch you. They they observe. They They pick up attitudes. They pick up practices. And we've got to remember in teaching, more is caught than taught. In the Christian world, a lot of our the way we train people historically is we send them to a school called a seminary. And in the seminary, they get a lot of Bible knowledge and information in a classroom. There's nothing wrong with getting Bible information. That's what we're doing right here, right now. But if you lose this critical element of what Paul was talking about here— it can only it's it the it, and it's only academic. You're missing what the Bible's supposed to be about. The Bible's a living book. The Bible's supposed to be something that has infiltrated our lives, that has gotten down into our innermost soul, our innermost being, so that it's it's the driving force of our life coming from our heart, where where the springs of life come from. Let's look at the verse in a little bit more detail here. He, he said four things that they is how they learned this. They saw something in him. They observed him. And this is what I'm getting at, the critical element that people need to see your example. And whether you realize it or not, they are seeing your example. You can teach all the right information. And if your uh, example's not there, you've heard the old saying, what you're doing speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you're saying. And so we know this. People tell us body language, uh, relationship. This is how people learn things. Jesus chose people to be with him, it says of his disciples. He chose them to be with him and then to send them out to preach. I, I know of very few leadership programs anymore that focus on having people be with them that come live in my home, come travel with me, come eat meals with me. It's so often leadership development is seen as classroom instruction or books you read, and then you go off and live it on your own. This is why as much as I value what we do here every day and how we get into the Word of God every day, I still urge you, this is not a replacement for being involved with people. Uh, this is in, meant to be a time of encouragement, inspiration, edification, but never underestimate the importance of growing through godly relationships, go, growing through catching good attitudes, the importance of an example. You must be an example. And listen, teachers, pastors, parents, youth leaders, whoever you are, if if you're asking, why aren't they getting it? I said all the right things. I said all the right things. I taught them well, but they didn't get it. They're not following it. Were you proving to be an example? And and it, and you might not even realize this in my own life. I've spoken before about my father. It struck me years, years later, he went away to work every day. And when he came home, he was exhausted. And so my primary mental image of my own dad was someone who liked to come home and sit in the big easy chair, watch watch news or TV, and fall asleep. 
He was tired. And and I'd never I did not observe him at his best, which was at work, where he was a excellent man, excelling in his field and quite significant. But I wasn't seeing that very often. So I want to say that it's important that you live your life in ways that that the people you want to influence can see. How do you do that? Well, sometimes you just have to have them into your home. Sometimes you need to do things with them. Don't just disciple them at church where we're all on our best behavior. Or don't just disciple them when you sit in a coffee shop when we can all be on best behavior for an hour. No, let them be involved in your work as much as possible. Let them be involved in your life. If you can work with them, if you can, uh, whatever you can do. So your student, be with them. It's important. They heard, and so obviously he spoke. Not only did he model it, but the second thing he said, he actually said the things that he was modeling. So he did have this aspect of teaching, and this is important. We've got to use it. And as I've said, most of us, in, our, in the Western culture, we focus on this, the transfer of information. And that's important, but it's not enough. We need the example. Thirdly, after they saw it and after the Philippians heard him, then it says they received it. They did not fight with him. They, 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 they allowed the word of God to penetrate. And we've got to do this. It says of the Bereans in Acts 17, Verse eleven. They were more noble-minded. It says the people they were of the they were more noble-minded than this other group. I'm forgetting, for they received the word of God with great eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see whether these things were so. But notice it didn't say they were examining to see if they weren't so. They weren't trying to find fault with Paul's teaching. They were trying to look and see if what he was saying was true and validated by Scripture. They were receiving the word to see if it's true. I hope with the things I teach here, you compare them to Scripture. If what I say is on with the Scripture, receive it. If not, challenge it, push back, write me an email. And I do have people who write me and ask for clarity, or they say, were you trying to say this, or why did you say that? I've never heard it that way before. I'll answer those emails. I try and talk to you if I'm at all able. My point being We want to receive the word. It's like seed planted in our soul. Let it find good soil. Let it bear bear and sprout if, if what you're hearing is the truth, okay? And that's when the fourth point here, they learned it. They learned it. I think Paul... Paul realized that these other steps, they need to see it, hear it, receive it, and that's when it would become theirs. That's when it become their practice. That's when it would become the way they would live their life. This is what we want to be. If you're a learner, and we all ought to be learners, then ask yourself, are you having this opportunity, the people you want to learn from? Uh, try and see them when you can. Try and be around them as much as you can. In your church, try and be around your pastor. You say, well, how can I do that? Here's the best way, serve. I know people who wanted to be around me uh, back when we were in college ministry many, many years ago and, and at uh, Maryland and then later at Ohio State. They would often, you know, they'd offer to come help Roz around the house. They'd offer to come help me. They'd, they'd want to go shopping with me. They just want to be around me. And they would take the initiative to be in situations where we could just be together. And they could be watching my life because, again, they understood more is caught than taught. So take the initiative to be around the people as much as you can 
the people you want to learn from, you'll pick up attitudes. If you come here, and I know this is digital, and this is over the, you know, some of you are on the other side of the world watching. But even while you, while I teach here, I hope you're picking up my attitudes and my spirit and my faith and my values by sharing the Word of God the way we do. And if we have opportunity, I hope we meet as well. Shall we pray about this? Let's do. Father in heaven, I pray today for all of us, but I pray particularly for those of us who have the responsibility of teaching others about life and about you. I pray that you would help us to model the things that we want others to understand. Help us, Lord, to be living it. Help us, Jesus, you spoke with authority. You weren't like the scribes and Pharisees. They gave the information, but they weren't living it. There was no authority there. Help us to be people who practice and who model. And Father, I pray for the that we would have the courage to say to even our own children or to people in our church or to people who are looking to us to just challenge them, hey, follow my example. Do what I'm doing. Imitate me. You see the faith I have? Imitate. You see how I rejoice? You do that. And to challenge people to follow our examples and not just leave it all up to them to figure out on their own. Help us, Father, to speak clearly, to model well and speak clearly, and that people would receive what we say. We ask for life transformation. Father, I pray for the people who come on on this video, that there would be life transformation. And I pray that these aspects would be worked out of how that can happen. We pray and bless you in Jesus' holy name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, I mentioned I'm coming to you from San Diego today. I'm with a good friend of mine that we plan to be preaching at San Diego State University. If you happen to be in the area and you can make it down to campus, down uh, uh, near the, the Union, I believe is where we'll be. You can find us. Hopefully we'll be pretty visible. Get started about noon and uh, be there the afternoon, assuming we have a, a good time down there and uh, have gotten the students' attention. So glad to have you along. If you're new, a special welcome. I hope you will subscribe to our channel. Hit the notify button so you always know when we're on. Uh, like the video on your way out. That helps the placement of the page so others see it as well. Leave a comment in the, in the uh, comment section below and introduce yourself. Tell me who you are. I always like to learn. Just, the, just yesterday, I learned of a new person watching. So encouraging for her to have shared her story and how much she's appreciated my daily emails and my daily videos. So God bless you. I love you. So glad to have you along. Until we see you tomorrow, you have a great day. And remember, you're an example. Be a teacher who proves to be that good example. God bless you. Bye-bye.